Hello, everyone. This is Michael Jaco with Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast. Join us as we reveal how you can become the master of your reality. Hello, everyone. This is Michael Jaco with Unleashing Intuition Secrets, and I'm joined today by Jen Hendershot, and we're going to talk about the fitness industry. She was uh, Miss Olympia, a fitness Olympia, so there's a little bit difference there twice and fitness international twice that's unbelievable now when i was growing up i just always looked up to the olympians and all the bodybuilding contests i was a little run as a kid so i started working out early on and and started to build my body up and so they always inspired me jen what what inspired you to become a a fitness professional well first of all thanks so much for having me i'm super excited and it was an honor to meet you the other night at in sarasota Sarasota Freedom Friends. It was amazing. So thank you for having me. And um, we had a lot in common about working out and fitness. And actually what inspired me, you know, I started the fitness industry when I was 25 and I was a college cheerleader and I had a lot of energy and I had a lot of excitement for life. And I just wanted to go on and do something wonderful. I just felt like I just couldn't go be a school teacher, which was my ultimate goal at age 25. Someone introduced me to lifting weights and working out. And I was like, I don't know. I'm like, all right, let me try it. And the first day in the gym, I was like, I was hooked. I mean, I was like, this is totally my vibe. Like, it depends on me. I got to work hard. It takes dedication and discipline. And I, at that time in my life, I needed that. Mm -hmm. I'm the only girl of five children. And so I have four brothers who roughed me up when I was young and made me like love football and basketball and baseball. And so fitness was an outlet for me for a lot of reasons. It, it helped me grow up weight training. It taught me a lot about more about discipline. Mm-hmm. It also, it helped me a lot with anxiety and depression, to be honest with you. I felt like mm-hmm. working out and sweating and letting go of those endorphins was like, Oh, it was just such a beautiful thing. And I just felt like, okay, I can do this. And I want to do something with this, which opened door after door after door into my 30s and then into my 40s. And now I'm 50. And so it's just been a beautiful ride for me. I feel very blessed to have had many opportunities given to me by Arnold Schwarzenegger and his program out of Columbus, Ohio with Mr. Jim Lorimer. The Weeders, they opened up an opportunity for somebody like me from a small town to go and actually win a fitness Olympia and to actually put the little town of Ashland, Ohio and Columbus, Ohio on the map. It was just Mm -hmm. an amazing opportunity for me. So I think I kind of like, once I got into it, I loved it so much. I just didn't want to stop. And I felt like I was able to kind of control my emotions on a day-to-day basis. Hence the reason I'm still working out at 50, kind of crazy like you are. And <laughs> yeah. I just feel that it makes me feel alive every single day. It doesn't it could be a 20-minute workout. It could be a two-hour workout. I just feel like, oh my gosh, okay. I feel like I can tackle the day. I'm a little more focused. I'm a little more like excited about being alive. And so to be honest with you, I just, I don't really want to take medication. So I turn to exercise and eating well. I am not a perfect eater by any means, but I use many years of learning about nutrition and exercise to make myself healthy. So I'm very blessed by that. That's fantastic. I'm getting motivated just uh, listening to you talk. I want to like go work out again. (laughs) All right, let's go. (laughs) Let's do it. Yeah. We're all like that. Your husband is obviously in the fitness business and my wife is like, she's totally fitness. So it's good to be around people that are into fitness, eat well and so forth. But a lot of people out there are, they don't know. And, and in fact, I didn't really know. I just thought that if you just work out really hard, you get like those fitness muscles or bodybuilding muscles until I had a bodybuilding couple move across from me. So I'm like years and years, decades into the SEAL teams. And I'm like, why is it that I can't, you know, get those perfect abs and all that stuff? So this bodybuilding couple moved in next to me, had a condo in uh, Virginia Beach. Uh, when I was at SEAL Team 6. And so I'm talking to these guys. I get to be friends with them. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's half of its diet. And I'm like, what diet? You mean drinking milk and eating really good is not is not all that great? And they're like, no, we need to clean your diet up. So when they clean my diet up, it says, I would love to be have the body of physique. And there's like, okay, 
we're going to hook you up. So they hooked me up with a diet and I leaned down within a couple of weeks, you know, they always had bodybuilding friends that were coming over and they're like, Hey, your neighbor is looking good after just a couple of weeks. So it really makes a difference. And within three months I went in and won a bodybuilding contest. So it does make a difference. Yay. I know. Right. So I always been hooked into the bodybuilding ever since I was a little kid, you know, I was a runt and I would see the, the magazines, the Joe Weider promos where someone's getting their little skinny guy with their girlfriend and the big muscly guy comes and kicks sand in their face at the beach. And then they start working out with weights and then like kick sand and the other guys and he runs away. Oh, <laughs> so I was like, that's going to be me someday. And that kind of way I, I started to do that and became a Navy SEAL and uh, eventually a bodybuilder lifestyle finally came to me. So tell us about your physique competitions. Now I know Miss Olympia back in the day, Rachel McLeish, you know, just had just like the perfect physique. I just love that type of bodybuilding physique. And then it kind of evolved into very, very muscular women. So you started to do, like I show in the picture there, you started to do fitness physique. Now tell us a little bit about that. What's the difference? Yeah. So, you know, when I came in the industry, like you just said, it was a lot of men's bodybuilding, women's bodybuilding, and people mm. get very confused by all the divisions. They just hear bodybuilding. They just think you're some massive human being and they should be afraid of you, which is ridiculous. But um, I'm a very tiny person. I have the very gymnast cheerleader physique. I have always had that. And fitness is something that you have to have like the sculpted, perfect little body. And then you have to have a fitness routine, which for me was kind of my wheelhouse. I mean, I was incredible cheerleader. It was an incredible standing gymnast. I started dancing when I was two years old. So I had just oh, wow. years of I had years of like experience really when I got into fitness. And so the industry really didn't see someone like me when I came in and I started doing back tucks barefoot on a hardwood floor. They were like, Well, who's this kid? So at 25, you know, that's a piece of cake. Fitness is, requires a lot of cardiovascular training. It, mm-hmm. Your nutrition has to be incredibly disciplined. Like you said, you have to be dedicated to weight building muscle. I think I weighed, give you an example. I think I weighed 105 pounds when my trainer at the time stripped the fat off me. I barely, I look like a kind of like a little wet noodle. It's just like, I look kind of like I had like a little tiny ab, like right here, like a little line, you know? And I thought, wow, look at that. There's like an ab in there. It's so cool, (laughs) you know? And then it took me years, years and years to build muscle. And then Mm. when I retired, I think I retired, like my competition weight was 118. Mm. So I really only gained like 13 pounds of like good solid muscle over a course of 12 years. Wow. That's not a lot. And I had to work really hard for that. And I had to be very disciplined. I didn't drink a lot of alcohol. I didn't eat fast food. That was not an option really for me. Mm-hmm. Rest, recovery, supplementation, like the proper sports supplements, like protein powders and fat mm-hmm. burners and pre-workout, post-workout drinks. Those were very important to my regimen and a very, very like strict training regimen. I mean, three, four hours a day not only in the gym, but in a gymnastics facility, because I was still practicing one, my flexibility, and I was practicing my fitness routines because that was a portion of our score. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. Another thing that I found, which is, even though I did really well, if I had to do it all over again, which I just did another one two, a couple of years ago and wow. won the masters that I was in and in a fairly competitive group. NPC is really tough to go in and compete in NPC. Your muscle has to be really good in an NPC. And normally I wasn't able as a natural bodybuilder to really compete in that, but because I'd been disciplined, like we're talking about for decade after decade, after decade, building muscle, building muscle. And then when I stripped away that fat again, it was like, wow, this, this is like the most fit I've ever been in my life at 59. It was amazing. So now you're 50 and you have a great physique still. If you want, of course, you can do, you know, the masters at this age. So I know, right. It's like, oh, I don't know if I want to go back and do it because it is tough. The dieting is is brutal. It's brutal. But the look is just so rewarding. It's like, oh my God, that's amazing. Although it doesn't last very long because you're like, you're starting to eat again right after you're done. You want that food again. It's a fantastic sport. I get a lot out of it. That dieting is very, very important. That discipline, that mind focus. Now you and I were talking 
I really appreciate you share that with me. And it's one of the reasons why I have you come on. And also because you're an Olympian. I've always, like I said, looked up to Olympians. I've never really met Olympian in person like this. So it was great to meet Olympian. So fantastic. Congratulations on that. That's incredible. Very, very small percentage of people in the world have ever been Olympian. So congratulations on that. You're unique. You're a patriot and you're, you know, really focused on, you know, what's going on in the world. And so we have a lot of people that are kind of being forced into taking supplementation, if we could say that, you know, that's not really good for them. I think a lot of the audience knows what we're talking about, jabber dues and stuff in our industry, if we could say that in our love of sport, our adopted sport, there's a lot of people that are being forced into doing that thing. And we're seeing a lot of athletes that are succumbing to that. What can you tell us about that? What's your experience and some people that, you know, unfortunately that have gotten that has had problems with that. I think you and I are on the same page as far as feeling frustrated over the whole situation. You know, the athletes in general are being forced. I told you the other night in our industry, and I potentially in most industries, it's an expensive lifestyle to be an athlete. And so they feel like if they might be an engineer by day and an athlete by night, they're being told, well, you have to take this to keep your job. Well, if you keep your job, then you can have your hobbies. So I feel like there's a lot of pressure there in our industry. I do not have facts that I can say in our industry of people passing away, but I can tell you, I find it very disturbing and concerning that there are athletes younger than you and I that are just dropping dead, just on the court, the field, on stage, behind the scenes. All of a sudden, I mean, you and I, we've been athletes our whole lives. And all of a sudden we have these, we're seeing these articles in Europe and all over the world. And even somebody in one of the 20 year old athletes in Cleveland, I just saw, uh, they've just found him passed away overnight. And so I feel very concerned about that. And I want to go back a little bit about what you said about being a patriot and being in this industry. You know, there's a lot of patriots in our industry. Nice. There is a lot of me. (laughs) The difference between me and most of those other athletes are they might not be fighting the same way I'm fighting at the moment, but I want to encourage them. And I want to encourage anyone who's listening to us today that it's on your heart and in your gut to stand up and fight for what's right for our country, regardless if you're an athlete or not, you need to stand up and fight for our country. That's, That's what we've been put on earth to do is to see what kind of fight we have in ourselves. And I think a lot of people have lost their fight. <laughs> I think people are like a little more depressed and a little more anxious about to speak out. They're afraid. And I commented on somebody today, a girl that messaged me and I said, you know what? Thank you for just having the courage to make a difference and to say what you need to say. Cause she lives in New York and she's not complying with a lot of the mandates. Yay. And I said, you know, that takes a lot of courage to live in New York city and say no. And so I think we need to really like take what you and I know, and that is take our, our fighting powers and really start encouraging so many people like you and me to do the same, because this is all it is. It's a, we're a family and together we can change the world. We really can. So. Yeah, that's fantastic. Kudos to your friend in New York, because I was just reading an article where it said that the New York legislation is going to vote to provide for indefinite detention of people that do not have the jabber do at the governor's whim. We're in a zone right now where it can turn into a very consequential environment for certain mm-hmm. states. I've had people that say, I'm not going to leave my state because I'm going to stay here and fight. Now, I have left California because I knew there was it was time to like go someplace where I could still fight. All right. I think the fight, those that stay in some of those states. And I know you're, you've left a a state as well, that the fight is basically leaving those states and it's coming to areas like Texas and other states like Florida, where people can still hold the line. I think that some of these states like New York and California and so forth in Michigan, we're going to see those states maybe start to go dark, like I've talked about. And if you're in a state that goes dark, you're not going to be very effective. I want people to know that if they start to push back right now, which I saw a group of people in New York that actually did that, uh, they went into a restaurant that had 
this area over here for only people that have a jabber dude in this area. And that's it. There was only an area for jabber dude people. And so this one huge group came in and just took over the place, you know, no mask, none of them have been jabber dude. And I was like, ah, that's, that's what we need. We need people to gather together and to work together to push back on this. That's great. You're seeing people that are doing that. And what else, what else do you see in the business? I know you, you had said that you wanted to fight. You kind of like had, had retired and you weren't going to do anything anymore. And now it's, you have a wonderful website and you're like going to start to help people get healthy because it's really, it's really a health crisis that's going on right now. And it's being manufactured. I think if we just do the basics, like you and I know, people will stay healthy and they'll, they'll be able to fight through this. Prior to retirement 10 years ago, after I won Miss Olympia and all that, during that time, I was traveling the world and mm. I did a, a fitness camp all over the world, New Zealand, Australia, Canada, all over the United States, Europe, and a massive following. And one of the things I would always preach to people is we have to be emotionally, spiritually, physically, and mentally healthy. And if mm. we're not those things, we're going to get lost in right. all the chaos. I also used to preach, which is coming true. You have to be healthy enough to fight the next fight. That's happening right now. You know, I have clients coming out of the woodwork like, Jen, I should have listened to you like 15 years ago, you know, because I used to say, you know, you got to be ready for the next illness. None of us are guaranteed tomorrow. None of us are guaranteed that we're not going to wake up with cancer or get diabetes or whatever. There's always something to fight. We've got to learn to eat properly and make proper decisions. So I decided as I too was sitting home last year when this all was going on and I'm, I'm, I'm just watching, like I'm watching the internet, I'm watching podcasts like yourself and I'm watching Netflix uh, documentaries. And I'm just thinking to myself, what the hell is going on? Like, what are we doing here? What is happening? You know, it's kind of like that aha moment. And I'm like, and my husband, who's wonderful, by the way, he's like, babe, you have so much to give to the world and you have so much energy you need to go back and do something and help. Oh, awesome. they, they need you. Yeah. And so really through a tough conversation with him and then me having that moment, catching myself drinking wine every night, which is so out of my character. I don't even like wine. I'm home medicating. I mean, isn't that what most people are doing? And then we're you know, we're having DoorDash deliver food. And it's like, what are we doing? You're just eating so poorly. I just, you know, I just had that aha moment that I just want to help so many people have right now. And like saying, what the hell are you doing? What are the decisions you're making? Stop going to McDonald's, stop going to fast food, get off the couch, stop binge watching, turn off the television, Turn off the news. My husband and I are almost a year in without the television even on. I'm telling you. Oh, beautiful. Good. It's a beautiful thing. And, you know, everyone's like, well, what do you do at night? I'm like, we go for walks. We play card games. We take breaks from the internet. Like the internet will destroy you. But at the same time, I love the internet. You know why? Because if you follow the right people and you pay attention and you use your brain, you actually learn something on the internet. And I value people's opinions. I want to hear what people have to say. I don't agree with everyone, but I also think we're in a time where we have to learn to listen to each other and we have to learn to show some type of respect when we just maybe go, well, maybe that person has a point. I decided to come back and create this website. I call it redwhiteandyou.org. And it is basically recreating my wheelhouse. You know, I have certifications in nutrition, in personal training. I want to motivate people. I want to tell people it's going to be okay. I want to get them on their proper supplementation, teach them how to make a smoothie at home in their blender. It's so easy how they can exercise in their living room. They don't need a gym membership. You don't even actually need free weight. I want to help people just make really good decisions. I want to help them get their families eating better in the first of the year. And you know what I tell people all the time? And I've got a list of clients I work with and I tell them, I'm like, it's not a sprint. It's just at your own pace, but doing mm -hmm. something is better than doing nothing. I was looking through your site. You had a really good line in there. It's like, reward yourself when you have your success. Don't wait until the ultimate goal that you're trying to achieve. Make it a habit to reward yourself. Pat yourself on the back a little bit. And I, I love your Patriot attitude stuff. Be a lion, not a sheep. Attitude and approach is everything. And 
that's very prominent right now. So I, I, you built a very nice website. Congratulations. Thank you. And I did it by myself. So wow, very know, good. I very thought, good. been a long time since I've been made myself accessible to the world. You know, I do truly love everybody and I believe in freedom of choice. And I just believe that if I can help someone lose 10 pounds or I can help someone get off their medicine, diabetic medicine, or if I can help someone. Just I know, right? A lot of people don't injuries. realize I hear from so many people and I tell them diet is everything. I talk to guys all the time that are diabetic. Yeah. I was like, you can beat diabetes. We're not saying that we have some kind of magic drug or anything guys. So don't say that, but it is a diet is an attitude. It's a focus. There's so many people that really turn that back. I'll hear people say, well, my doctor said this, and I know a lot of people that's just not possible. I'm like, if that's what you believe, that's what you're going to get. But if you want to turn it around and you do have the attitude, you're going to go at it with a lot of discipline. You can turn that around. Like I told you at the beginning that when I had a desire to become a bodybuilder, that dieting was extremely important. Now you being a, a former Olympian, oh my God. I mean, if you want to learn dieting, you've got to go with a former Olympian. You got to be crushing it out there. I, I love it. So I, I'm going to bring up some of your plans and your pricing here. That's a good plan. Look at all those. I mean, you all the way down to $49.99, seven day kickstart. It's outstanding. And then I love the one badass patriot. It's perfect because you say, no refunds, no pauses, no excuses. You are all in. So that's really what you want. I love to have that attitude. And when people do my courses, I'm like, please come in here with an attitude. You're going to do this. Don't just buy it and not do anything. You help people all the way through. That's that's incredible. That's an unbelievable price uh, that you have there for our, your courses. Let me just say this. You've been doing this a long time, right? Mm -hmm. We just have to kind of help each other, help every as many people as we can. I'm trying to make... America healthy again, one person at a time, basically, you know, nice. so Beautiful. for me, and if I can just take a $50 plan, it is the very basic plan. Everyone's got 50 bucks. Like I'm like, look, it's a list of foods. This is the fruits I want you to eat. You can just stick to those, the proteins, the carbohydrates. It's not super strict. The difference between red, white, and you, and what I did as a, an Olympian is completely different because I am, I consider myself a very normal person. Like last night I went out and had a beer. Okay, maybe I had two beers and I had pizza for dinner because I'm a human being. I want to live a very healthy, normal life. Right. But at the same time, I am also that person that realizes that I can't drink alcohol every day. I just can't. I'll be depressed and anxious, not very nice of a person. I know that about myself. And so I've learned a lot about my boundaries. And I've created boundaries. My friends respect my boundaries and my husband and my family. And so I think that's really important is having that support group. I want to help people with that as well. I feel like I can supply a lot of love because I have a lot of energy. And everybody's got a different story. It's okay. It's okay. We've all been in the same, we're all in the same boat with a different story right now. Let's just baby step this. Let's just try to get people healthy again, whether it's drinking a smoothie uh, maybe right. they start fasting for the first time, which fasting is wonderful. It's an easy absolutely. way, Very good. Yeah. It's an absolutely easy way to lose weight mm -hmm. and be able to kind of control if you have diabetes or if you have high blood sugar or whatever that is, we can help you. It's really just uh, my mission to kind of come back. I'm like, you know what? I'm 50 years old. I need to join Michael and all these other patriots and try to make a difference every day. If I can just help one person. I got to share this story with you. When I was in grad school, I had a professor. He said to me, because I wanted to teach kindergarten, he said, if you change one child's life, you will make a difference in one year. And I was like, one child? Like, screw that. I need to change all the children's lives and make <laughs> a difference. Go. And yeah, so yeah. it's so important. Like you said, it's all attitude. It's all about, you got to be optimistic. You got to mm -hmm. trust the process. And you've got to be patient. And everybody, you and I talked about this the other night, everybody wants instant gratification. Yeah. Everybody. And that's not how this works. That's not how life works either. So, yeah. I mean, the, the both of us have been at this for decades and decades. It's a way of life. And I saw that you talk about that as well. And I'm like, ah, oh, there's people like this. There's my peeps out there. It's a way of life. You just have to learn how to like do this, make it part of your lifestyle. Maybe you've never worked out before. 
at least get in the gym and do it maybe once or twice a week. And then you feel comfortable with that and then build on that. It takes time. Like when I did my last bodybuilding contest, I hadn't done a bodybuilding contest in 17 years. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And I'm like, Ooh, so I need to give myself some time here. So I did 10 months of dieting 10 months. So every week I was losing a little over a pound. So a little over five pounds. So I lost 50 pounds and got it down and rocked it. Everyone can do that. It's just little baby steps. You just do that. You just build on it and keep building on it, but have that focus of what you want to achieve. When you make success, maybe you treat yourself a little bit. When I treat myself and then I look at a scale, I'm like, oh yeah, I don't want to do that too much. You know, so you're going to see like during this time frame, if you're normally splurging during the holidays, this is a good point for right now. If you're splurging during the holidays, it'll take you all year if you're lucky to get back to normal. And many people never do it. They just year after year and build and build and build. And then they start to get the diseases and stuff. So we want to like try and make it your lifestyle and not over splurge and over splurge for a long period of time. You just nailed it. I mean, it's lifestyle. Like I can have fun on the weekends, but when it's Monday, I'm back on it. Like I'm not strict with my eating. I don't eat the same thing as every day I used to, but I now I have healthy recipes, which I provide off my website. I don't want people to be so like strict, like you and I've been like counting calories. You got to go to this gym. You got to do this much cardio. I just want people to realize that they can start small that creates big things. So if they're just start doing, let's start walking 15 minutes a day. Let's start trying to get a half a gallon of water in a day. Let's start getting those multi, the multivitamin, just the basic vitamins in baby steps, right? One piece of fruit a day. People, you would be amazed how many people don't eat fruit and vegetables. Yeah. Oh. And so let's just cut out fast food. People always say, well, I don't have the money for your program. And I say, no, but you had money to go to Starbucks because I saw it on your social media account. So there is always <laughs> money and there is always effort. But you know what? You and I aren't going to force people no. to do this. They got it. You can lead the horse to water, but you can't make them drink. So. All you and I can do is keep encouraging people to try to reach out to us and be a part of what we're doing and keep the atmosphere good and keep the mind right, positive. If you don't mind, I'd like to just mention, I do believe in God and I'm not like a big preacher by any means. I have a brother who is a, a pastor. I'm very blessed to have him in my life. I do believe that you have to get your mind right. You have to have some type of a spirit, something to believe in that makes you want to get out of bed every day. Mm -hmm. For some people, that is their children, which I find amazing. And that's enough to motivate you, in my opinion, because our children are the future. (laughs) So we've got to help our children make some really good decisions right now. You know what I'm saying? So we can lead by example. And those are my beautiful nieces. How blessed wow. am I? Those are your nieces? Oh, wow. Those are my nieces. And they, cool. you know, <laughs> they're awesome. They're awesome kids. I don't have my own children, unfortunately. So I've been blessed by my brothers having wonderful children. And so last week they spoiled me and they just uh-huh. think I'm just a rock star. So I'm really grateful Yay. to have kids in my life. Yeah. Your Facebook page can be uh, accessed through your red, white, and you.org. Uh, yes. So that's, uh, that's a great website. You were rocking it. Hello, everyone. I'm Michael Jaco. Join me on Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast, where we'll uncover the hidden parts of our human potential and propel you to new heights of existence and consciousness realms. As a former Navy SEAL for 24 years and CIA security officer for 11, I've been involved in aggressive combat training and operated in combat zones for well over 35 years. From Panama, Kuwait, Iraq, Afghanistan, Pakistan, Yemen, Libya, and Lebanon, I have honed my leadership, tactical, combat skills, and knowledge expertise to a master level. As a little boy, five years old, I wanted to be a Navy SEAL after watching the movie Navy Frogmen. I also looked at the movies and read the books of Ian Fleming, 007, James Bond. I wanted to be that when I grew up. And 
I was always inspired by entrepreneurs that helped humanity and brought about great change that furthered the consciousness and abilities of humankind to master levels. I always wanted to do that. The first two, I did to an extraordinary level. And now today, as an entrepreneur and speaker, reaching millions all over the world, now I'm sharing the information that really propelled me. When I was a chief enlisted officer, I motivated, led, trained, and provided inspiration and insight to officers of all ranks, all the way up to flag level and even the Secretary of Defense for the United States. With my operational background, planning, master training, and course design abilities, I have trained thousands and thousands of military and law enforcement personnel. And now I inspire and train millions throughout the world with my intuitive insights into the workings of the human mind. I and many listening to this message are living proof that each of us have amazing potentials far beyond what most consider possible. For me, the impossible is what I strive to always master and excel at. And as a Navy SEAL and in the CIA and combat zones, I did the impossible over and over and over again. And now I want to help you do the same. Tune in to Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast, and join the growing tribe as I show you how to unleash your own hidden potential. We're looking at people that are having some serious problems, like we talked about, and there's an answer. Because people come on, I talk about, yeah, we need to look at these problems, but we create our future. We're creating the new future. So you're coming out. I love what you're doing. I mean, I, I just want to like say, you have an Olympian that's like, in, for me, I'm pretty good, but you are like rock star material. So you have an Olympian that's teaching you or going to help you make the transition from, you know, maybe not so good eating lifestyle and work out into something that's going to help you. And like we're talking about, you don't have to be bodybuilding competitor, but you can have a very nice physique. It's in the reach of everyone and you can be disease free. You don't need to be overweight. No, no problems. You can have a lean physique. Everyone can reach this. And a lot of people, once they do, they want to keep it. And we have the answers for you. So uh, definitely stay in this zone. So what else can you tell us, Jen, about what we can look forward to in the future? What do you see? For me personally, I'm working on a ton of different programs for vegetarians, people who are interested in keto, people who are going to the gym and training. So I'll start keep loading up programs. I am very blessed to have an incredible team of trainers as friends. <laughs> I have a lot nice. of friends. I have a couple, Kathy and Sean, who are really good friends of mine who bought my gym. I had a gym for almost 10 years in North Carolina. And when I moved to Florida, I sold it to them and they're doing a wonderful job with it, but they are very, very into it. So they're a great supporter of me. So, you know, I can help a number of people. I don't want to be overwhelmed because I feel like I can't give people the attention they deserve. So that's why I bring on awesome people and awesome patriots to help me kind of build this brand back up. I want to just try to encourage people and motivate people and keep them focused. We, you know, I think people sometimes think that a shot is going to save them and it's not. Before COVID even was a thing, over the years, I've just watched people and a lot of find a lot of people that have obstacles today, it stems from their lifestyle. And even maybe as they were raised as children, and then they carry that into the years and years later in life. And I don't want people to keep repeating that cycle into their children. So I think you can start today. I think you can start on January 1st. I think you can start May 1st, if that's what you want and you're ready. But I think it's learning to use the simple things like a crock pot and a and a Nutribullet, a blender to make smoothies and healthy recipes for your family and yourself. You know, I just want to be a part of that. And I want to help people just get their households healthy. I want to help them do jumping jacks in their living room and sit-ups with their kids and play ball. I hear so many people like, they're like, I'm so overweight. I can't even like run with my kids. And you know, that makes me very emotional. I've, I've helped a lot of people over the years kind of overcome that. Yeah. And I want to help people just be able to get out and throw football with their kids, even if they suck, who cares? Like get out those kids. Those <laughs> yeah. kids are going to remember mom and dad. Like 
in the yard playing. And I think that's so important right now. And I think we have to do that. I think we emotionally have to do that. I want to give a couple tips. Okay. If that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. So I tell people, tell us something. Yeah, this is great. Okay. So I tell people if in the morning, if you're like, it's snowing outside, you live in an environment where it's snowing. Okay. Cause you and I are very blessed to live in Florida. So, mm-hmm. and they just like, I, I can't do this. I can't go to the gym or whatever. I tell people, I'm like, you got to get your head right. Like when that alarm goes off, have all of your workout clothes laid out right by your bed and literally put your feet on the floor and do not stand up from your bed. You bend over, you pick up those clothes and those shoes and you put on your workout clothes right away. Right. Mm-hmm. Then, and now look, you can't just wear the stretch pants unless you own the stretch pants. So mm-hmm. you've got to put them on and you've actually got to do something in them besides wear them in your minivan, driving your kids to school. So I encourage people get the clothes on, get your coffee and go straight to your workout. If that means you get up 30 minutes earlier, if that means you get up an hour earlier, just get up and try to get it done first thing in the morning. Cause I know I'm the same way. If it, I don't do it first thing in the morning. It's not going to get done. Yeah. So very, very important to do that. I also want to tell people rest. Rest is so important for your mind, your spirit, your soul, and your body to recover from day to day. The emotional stress people are going through right now is so much. And taking time to rest and turn off your television and your phone and read a good book. Find a good spiritual book that just makes you feel good. I think people forget about how good it makes you feel to do something good for someone else. And so what I did like two weeks ago, I called the American Legion in my town. And I just said, is there anything I can do for the veterans in our area? And uh, the lady called me back. She's like, well, we need 20 large print Bibles with bows on them. And I go, okay, I'm totally in on that. And so what I did is I just sent out a mass text to a group of my friends and I had $400. Wow. Nice. In literally two hours. And I went online and I ordered all the Bibles and all the gift wrap and I ordered cards and I'm going to handwrite every card and I'm going to wrap those on Monday and I'm going to deliver those to the American Legion. What that does for me and my spirit and the energy I'm putting, the good energy I'm putting into the world is blessing these men and women, our veterans who have done so much for us. So I just want to remind people that it doesn't take a lot to do something small that makes you feel so good. And I think that's really important to get you on the right track, heading down a healthy road into the new year. So. Oh, that's great. The event that we were just at, we talked about how we can start to work together. And that's Mm -hmm. very important. I believe going forward as things are shifting and changing, we're breaking free from an old system that we basically gave all of our, all of our energy to. We thought that they were supporting us and doing the right thing, but over time we've realized that was not very smart. So now we're going to have to break free and gather together. Like we did that night, motivate each other, get a plan and then move forward and start to work together to overcome uh, the negative stuff that's happening. Staying fit, staying healthy, let you do that a lot longer. And especially during this time frame where we have this crazy bioweapon that's running around, being fit, getting out in the sun, getting that vitamin D3, uh, not only does it help our bodies and keep us healthy, but also the pineal gland. So on a spiritual level, you know, it basically breaks free the calcification that happens uh, on the pineal gland. So we get that third eye, we get that better vision. We're able to see things on a different level and see through all of the craziness that's going on out there. Yep. You got it. Absolutely. I'm very concerned about the future of our country. And I feel like if we can all get a little healthier, we can get our heads right. We can, when the time comes, we really have to to step up and make a difference. I go to kickboxing because I always have a lot of frustration. And so sometimes I just pretend like I'm hitting people in the face because, <laughs> because it's my outlet of anxiety and just the unknowns of the future. I know I'm not alone feeling this way. And I feel like I just got to, I got to keep fighting. And so for me, like I said, like sweating or just moving my body allows me to release those endorphins and it just kind of gets my head right every day. And so I can go out into the world and, you know, have tough conversations with people. Everyone's so afraid to talk to each other, like about this stuff. I am not afraid to talk to people. I'm like, you don't have to agree with me, but I'm certainly going to tell you 
what I think. And I think that we need to stop complying in some way. And we've got to start fighting for our country. Mm -hmm. And it takes a lot of courage and I call it balls to really stand up Mm -hmm. and fight for what we believe in. And I know that I'm not alone in feeling this way. I admire you. I admire the years of service you've given our country. I mean, there's so many Mm -hmm. wonderful people like you out there and your message is so important. And I just don't want you to stop spreading that message. I know it's um, kind of in a, we're in a spiritual warfare and we're in a uh, technology is like every day we're like fighting against all these people who are trying to shut us down and uh, just cannot stop fighting. I mean, I remember being at the top of my game, winning Miss Olympia. And then I got, I think the next year I got like third or something. It's like, you feel like you just get kicked down. It's, we're all going to get kicked down. It's part of life, but we just got to get back up and keep going. It's the only way to really survive in this crazy world we're living in. And my father used to say, if you can't live on life's terms, you're not going to make it. He's so right. It's amazing. Yeah. It's very inspirational. And I have an 80 year old mother. She's very much like me. I feel very blessed to have her just telling me every day, like, what are people, she said to me, what are people doing? I'm not complying to this stuff. I'm 80 years old. She went on a blind date. She went on a blind date last year. She's got a boyfriend at 80 two years old, you know, and they are rocking and rolling. They're living their best life. Like it's Uh truly amazing. And so I think we really have to share our stories with people Mm -hmm. to encourage them. Like, Hey, we're not all locked down in our homes. What the media is saying to you is not true. Like that's why you have to have tough conversations with family and friends because you need to really listen and share because then you're really going to find out what's really going on in the world. Wow. Wow. That is amazing. So obviously you got, not only did you get good genes, but you also got a really good philosophy and attitude from your parents. So that's beautiful. This goes to show everyone with the right attitude and the right discipline, like we're talking about, you can continue late into life and still enjoy and have a great time. Now, I used to think that I wasn't going to last that long being a Navy SEAL and CAA. I was like, I'm still alive. I can't believe it. (laughs) Almost it would be hourly sometimes, but the next day I'm like, wow, I'm still alive. That gives you the impetus to continue on. It motivated me. What, like you were talking about working out, relieves stress. So that is one of the biggest killers for a lot of people throughout time. And especially right now. So working out, as I found, I have to work out every day, (laughs) every single day. People are like, you work out every day. He's like every day. If I miss a day, it's rare because I'm letting the stress off. And that's what I do. That's what I've learned. For me, when I work out, I relieve stress. It's very important to me and my health and my well-being and my mental outlook to work out and relieve that stress. Because like you're talking about, sometimes when I'm working, I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. You know, it's like uh, kick some butt here. I let it go. After your workout, if you get a lot, a really hard workout, uh, the endorphins are released like you're talking about. And you're like, uh, it's like a best meditation. It's just so beautiful. I can't imagine why anybody would not work out. So it's uh, there's lots of benefits, not only to uh, health wise, but also mental, spiritual and so forth. I had COVID the summer. Mm. I w- was feeling a little nervous, like most people when they first get COVID, like, oh, gosh, is this the end? Because, you know, that's what it's made up to be, that we're all going to not survive COVID. And yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to chill. You know, I felt like God was like, Jen, you're run down. I had a crazy summer and a lot of guests in our home and we were entertaining and it was exhausting. And I thought, you know what? This is a blessing. God has just said, look, chill out, lay in your bed, relax, and don't panic. And that's exactly what I did. I didn't panic. I jumped on the Joe Rogan bandwagon. I'm not going to lie. And I got ivermectin and and the vitamin regimen from Uh a local physician and was monitored by him. And it was incredible. Honestly, I think I was down. I didn't exercise two days of the 14 and I went out and I live in the country in the summer. And so I I walked and I think on day like three of uh, being on ivermectin, I went out and I ran like two and a half miles. Oh, wow. And I was like, I, I thought to myself, why isn't the news doing a story on this? Like, 
point of people right, know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. COVID is, it is a real thing and it, and I had it and it was definitely made me very tired. It attacked, in my opinion, it attacked my legs. And I asked my physician about this and he said, his opinion was that COVID attacks inflammation in the Mm. body. Mm. And when you're overweight and you have a list of underlying health issues, that's what COVID is attacking. For me, my legs were all, because we work out so much, my legs were always inflamed. And so I felt like, literally, I felt like COVID was just in my legs. It was very bizarre. Mm. Um, I had a very bizarre experience with COVID. And so I was drinking a gallon plus water a day just at home nice. with like Good. different vitamins and this and that. And I lost my appetite. I didn't feel the need to really eat, but I was mm-hmm. able to exercise. And then I started getting my appetite back and my taste and smell. And I think it's just about all, again, what you said earlier, attitude. You got to have the right attitude, how to attack things. Don't be brainwashed. Use your brain and critical thinking to think outside of the box. And if you need something reach out to family and friends to help you. You know, there are ways to beat COVID. Unfortunately, there's us patriots out there that you have to turn to to get the proper help, I think. It's just my yeah. opinion. Good, good. And uh, that's, that's beautiful that you you didn't have a really bad experience with it because you had the right attitude like you talked about. And yeah. you know how to like work through serious issues. I was on uh, Dr. Charlie Ward just recently. He talked about how he usually gets a little bit of something every every year and he just like, you know, he works through it. He got COVID too. And he says within a couple of days, it was, it was gone. You know, he didn't worry about it. He always gets over this stuff. He took that attitude and it was pretty much gone. A lot of people like you're talking about have it for, it lingers a couple of weeks. Then, you know, it's pretty much gone. And then you have, I just had this one woman and she said she and her husband had uh, just recently gotten tested to see if they have the antibodies in their system. And after 17 months, I guess she had it like 17 months ago or something crazy. Still, after 17 months, they still had really good antibodies against this. So that's that's amazing. So we should all, like everything else, get exposed to this because our bodies are very, very good. Now, those, like you said, that have uh, underlying conditions and stuff like that, they need to be especially uh, vigilant and make sure they're on good supplementation. If they can get it, unfortunately, they're restricting a lot of these ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine. They did that early on, and we know. That's part of the deep state trying to, you know, press an agenda that's not really good for us. So we have to fight. We have to fight for ourselves. And we have to fight for what's right and uh, help each other out. There's ways that you can get that. There's physician assistance. Uh, if you know some, there's a lot of people, a lot of us know people that can get you what you need. You just have to be very resourceful and just look outside the box, ask for help, and people are going to help you. That's it. Uh, America's frontline doctors has been incredible. And I've turned a lot of people to them. They've been incredible at getting people what they need. And I know they're using a lot of uh, compound pharmacies and whatnot. Um, there is a lot of doctors in different states now that I've been up down the East Coast for the last six months that are helping a lot of people. It is a battle for so many people, doctors, everyday people like you and me, like you said, like to try mm-hmm. to to fight this. So if anybody needs assistance, they're welcome to email me. I'd be more than glad to help them with that. I also have a, I downloaded every exemption that I could get my hands on. I've helped a number of people fight, uh, like yeah. send those exemptions. I feel like that's important too. Like if people, if it's in their heart to stand strong and, you know, maybe God is speaking to them, or maybe it's just not a religious thing, but maybe it's just like, you know, I'm not doing this. I don't feel like I should have to do this to keep my job. I'll be more than glad to email people the exemption forms I have and, and wish them the best of luck in their fight. Because I feel like, again, together, we can really help make a difference. So, yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. That's very nice. Thank you. You can go to Jen's site, red, white, and spelled out, and you.org. You. So uh, it's, it's. (laughs) You, each you, we can all do it. You all can do it. Yes. Yes. So it's wonderful what you're doing, Jen. You're definitely helping humanity. This is a time where we all come together. We start to help each other. Uh, you have great programs. You have great motivation. Your Facebook page is awesome. Everything you're doing is awesome. You and your husband are just like rocking it. I'm glad you're here in Florida. I wish everybody could come to Florida. I know a lot of you think that you, you need to stay where you're at, but like we're talking about, if you're in a in one of those dark states, you need to think very careful about whether you're going to stick it out there or not. 
it's going to get a lot darker, I think, before it actually starts to turn light again. Right, Jen, any, any final words that you'd like to say? I don't want people to give up. The other night I was down at the beach. I'll just share this little tidbit. I was talking to a guy who seemed very lonely. You know, sometimes the spirits bring people together, which is why I think you and I and your wife, we met. And I walked up and I said, dude, you okay? And he was like, I'm really drunk. And I said, okay, can I get you some water? You know? And he's like, yeah, I'm just contemplating life. It broke me. It's like, mm-hmm. almost makes me really emotional because there's a lot of people out there like that right now that just, they're really struggling. I have family members I know that are struggling. I have friends that are struggling. Mm-hmm. I just yep. want to tell you there are other options in the world besides contemplating your life. And um, if I need to pick up the phone and call you, I'll certainly give my time for free <laughs> to anybody that needs a friend. Like I'm here sincerely to help people. And I spent two hours with this guy and, you know, just talked to him. And he basically just went on telling me basically his life story and his wife hates him. And they've got themselves in a financial disaster and COVID's just destroyed them. And then he proceeds to tell me he works for the government mm. and he's not okay. So it's very interesting, again, when you start talking to people, it just took a little bit of my time to maybe, I might've just made a difference in this guy's life to just say, it's going to be all right, man. I got him three glasses of water and mm-hmm. helped him try to sober up and uh, got him on his way and offered to climb an Uber and all that good stuff. And I just think that's what we've got to be. We've got to be good soldiers and good patriots. And we got to like really step up right now. You and I are doing that. But again, I want to encourage everyone else to have the courage and the bravery to go out there and to start speaking. Let's save our country. Right now is the time. But God bless you. Thank you to you and your wife for having me. And I'm going to keep up with you. And I'm sure we'll, our paths will cross many more times. Let's just keep fighting together. We can make, we can do this. So. Oh, absolutely. And Jen, thanks so much for coming on. It's been an honor having you on. You're, Thank you. you have a big heart. So <laughs> I think everybody could see that. So it's, it touched me deeply. It's very beautiful. Thank All right. Know. So everyone can reach you. We'll say it one more time, redwhiteandyou.org. So go visit Jen, sign up for her stuff. She's going she's gonna to help you guys out, get on her Facebook. We help each other out on uh, all these different platforms. Uh, eventually, you know, we come together and we turn this thing around. All right, everyone. Thanks a lot for coming in and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast. Until next time, stay in the love vibration as you continue your journey to become the master of your reality.